video. Hey, fucks, this episode is brought to you by nostalgia. I think of the future or live in the present when you could just immerse yourself into the past. This episode is also brought to you by expectations. Expectations bringing you up to shoot you down since adolescence. Hey, y'all bitches. Welcome to the Square Lamb Podcast, motherfuckers. I know it's been a bit, but... I always said this wasn't going to be fucking consistent anyway, so you hold your shit together and go fuck yourself or some shit. I don't know. Anyway, I want to start off by apologizing for every past fucking podcast I did. I know it could offend a lot of people and shit, but, you know, I fucking just bang it out and fucking say everything. Anything that comes to my mind, I might not believe it all always, but it's like the first thing in my head. I realize that love is pretty fucking offensive. And I don't blame you if you're pissed off about that. Even listen. So, sorry. <clears throat> That's all I have to say about that. Anyway, I also want to apologize because uh, the fucking deuce is actually a good show. You can watch a couple more of them. You get fucking into it. It's actually good. I kind of ripped on it last time, but... Take that back. I'm fucking... I'm fucking engaged, and that fucking theme song is the shit. Listen to it so many fucking times. I'm walking around drinking coffee. Screaming in a park like a fucking crazy ass. For a podcast, I said that was going to be in my fucking car. It's really not in my car. It seems to be me walking around, but winter's coming, you know, so White Walkers will come out, and I'll go back into my fucking car. Ah, sorry. Anyway, uh, since I've been gone, there was a Vegas shooter that they uh, call mental illness because he's white. And if it was anything else, they would call him a fucking terrorist. But since he's white, it's just fucking mental illness, you know? poor psychological problem well he's still a fucking terrorist so fuck anyone who says otherwise not gonna apologize for that one that's what i truly fucking believe you can't kill that many people and not be a fucking terrorist that's fucking stupid um anyway anyway well that doesn't fucking apply anymore um i have like a little list of things that, that's how i fucking work it you know i write down a list and there's anything on a rant about um anyway so last time I said I was going to Six Flags that didn't work out because it was supposed to rain that day didn't fucking rain that day so we didn't bother to fucking go and they only open on Mondays like never this time of year they're open for Columbus Day so instead we went to the fucking city I went with a group of people that was a fucking train wreck of time I only knew one person the group the person we were going for the rest I, I kind of met here and there but, uh, yeah, there's a fucking train wreck, because this one, we'll call her fucking Reckless, we'll just, her name's Reckless now, she was fucking shit-faced to fuck, and I found out she had a fake ID, she wasn't even 21, so she's, like, going hard to the paint, like, fucking down in fucking black label, like, she's a fucking Irish immigrant, I'm my uncle, <laughs> but, uh, she fucking... So, we get on the bus. She's continued drinking a fucking fifth of Black Label on the fucking bus. 
just going really fucking hard like the youngins do, swearing that they have to fucking go like that, and they're fucking awesome for it. And really, it turns out as it did. So, the first bar we went to was a fucking... She took us to. She said it was highly recommended, as in one of her friends recommended it, because she never goes to fucking bars, but wants to appear like that. But these are the fakest motherfuckers anyway, so it's not really surprising. Um, yeah, so we go to this bar. <laughs> the fucking bouncer looks at her IDs. And he's like, I don't know if you guys want to go in there. And he's like, yeah, we'll go in. Ends up being a fucking gay bar. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, a couple Hispanic kids who swear they're fucking hard and want to seem super masculine, so they're like disgusted in the fucking gay bar. It's like, yo, you stepped into their territory, what the fuck you want? And there's not like there's anything fucking wrong with that anyway. So I don't know why you're so fucking disgusted. I would have gladly sat down and have a drink. You know, I don't give a shit. I ain't gay. I wasn't trying to get with anyone either that night. I was just trying to go out and have a good time. They couldn't fucking handle it. So that made the whole fucking situation awkward as shit. So this girl pissed off and busted out the black label in the corner. Terrible fucking management at the bar because no one said shit about it. She continues down in this fucking fifth of black label that she's like halfway through at this fucking point <laughs> so we get we uh after being like what the fuck cause apparently these kids are so homophobic in my head I'm like I I already don't want to deal with these people and now even more so cause they're clearly disgusted by people just being them but we leave that fucking bar go to a different bar have them are complaining it's not fucking popping. It's a fucking Monday night. What the fuck you want? I know it's New York, but it's not going to be super fucking popping on a fucking Monday. Oh, do you think the city's made of fucking crazy club alcoholic type of motherfuckers? Like, come on, get fucking real. We're going to bars, not clubs. So you go to the next fucking bar that took a while because this drunk-ass motherfucker... Reckless was just rejecting every fucking bar because it wasn't fucking popping enough. And screaming through the streets. She started to be pretty drunk already. But she was like, I know where I'm going. I'm from New York. That's what she got the fucking saying. Which, signs say she wasn't because she didn't know a lot of obvious shit. I never lived in New York. I knew a lot of this obvious shit of where the fuck I'm going and shit like that, it's like the fucking streets are numbered, it isn't that fucking hard, um, so anyway, we got food, they're trying to fucking rush us insane, I haven't eaten all fucking day, and I lifted, and did like two and a half hours of cardio, and that was like four hours before, so I'm fucking starving, waiting for my food, I get their food, immediately eat it, and then they're trying to fucking rush me when I didn't even get to fucking eat yet, found it insane I ate half a pizza it's like yo motherfucker I just burned like 2,500 calories today give me a fucking break uh so we finally finished that after they wrecked my soda which I rarely drink but it was like my cheat day um alright so I had to get another one 
and get to the next bar. They're fucking complaining that the waitress doesn't fucking jump on us, you know, like, because this one had tables and they had, like, someone fucking taking drink orders and bringing it. They're fucking pissed off she's not there in a split fucking second, screaming about it in the fucking bar and how it's fucking, it's hot in here and shit, how come it doesn't have AC, it's fucking New York, man, calm the fuck down, Jesus. Anyway, so, we get the orders, we get our drinks, they fucking start playing some weird fucking game, it's like, it's like a drinking game on the fucking cell phone. They're going over it, like, each question. I thought they are going to all be sex questions. Thank God they weren't, because, as you know, I'm not very, uh, sexual being, so I didn't really want to do that, and they were fucking trying to hold up image, so, of course, they are, or at least try to act like they are. They're Snapchatting half the fucking thing, acting like we're going fucking in when we're really not. We are not having that crazy of a fucking time. They wanted to appear that way because that's fucking the youth nowadays. They just want everything to seem like they're going fucking in. They're having a crazy time. That's what I'm talking about. How fake fucking social media is. But that's what the fuck they do. Anyway. So. They're screaming throughout the fucking bar. I'm like, well, this is feeling fucking uncomfortable. Because the rest of the bar is kind of silent looking at us. Like, what the fuck are they doing over there? Uh, there was like question, weird ass questions like if you weigh above 180 drink it's like no one drank the fucking reckless point in me is like how much you weigh like I'm, I have to weigh over 180 I'm like 144 it's less weight than everyone fucking there like calm the fuck down Jesus she's like really like I was fucking lying about this shit it's like why the fuck would I lie about that like, oh, I'm sorry, I actually work out. I'm like, most of you guys who stay skinny because you guys don't eat because you can't afford shit because you spend it all on drinking. You know? Drinking gets you fat. Unless you're starving yourself to death. <laughs> so anyway, we get the bill. They're complaining that Long Island is $15, which is fucking cheap for the city. Again, clearly never been to the city. Even though I like to swear... They have. I went to Pacha's once. A fucking LIT there was like 40 bucks. And I regretted getting in there. <laughs> That's for shit sure. That's how the fuck it is. Anyway, so we leave. We try looking for another bar for a fucking while. Because they're going fucking reckless for walking around smoking a blunt. Because that's what you do. Well, they were. I wasn't. Um... She's finishing off the fucking Black Label bottle. Magically is appearing with, like, sodas and shit. Because she goes talks to someone and they see how drunk they she is. They want to fuck her, so they give her free shit and then she runs away. And she's basically hitting on any guy she sees on the fucking street. It's fucking insane. And she was basically waiting for green lights to run into fucking traffic. So we had to keep on grabbing her. And bring her back. And she just kept on screaming. I'm from New York. I know these fucking streets. It's like, yeah, but that doesn't make you invincible to fucking cars. So calm your shit down. Jesus fucking Christ. And she's like, doesn't understand anything. She clearly has no direction of what the fuck is going on at all now. I'm even trying to explain it to her. Because, you know me, I usually don't get that fucking hammered. Well, you guys don't really know me, but... 
I'm telling you, I don't really drink that much. I usually don't get that drunk. I don't like being shit-faced. I like being pretty drunk. That's about it, because I like having control of my shit. So I'm a responsible adult. (laughs) Anyway. So, we got to the... Skip ahead, you know, she's fucking drinking through the streets or doing this. Like, we want to get this bus back. It's pretty late after a while because we left pretty fucking late because they're all being fucking maniacs. It's like, all right, let's just hit this one bar. I'm talking to the last slayer, you know, who I'm over there for. It's like, all right, let's hit this last bar, go drink. He's frustrated because actually they're his friends, so it's kind of his responsibility. All this is chaos. And we'll go. So, because we had to take a piss anyway. So I thought it was just going to be me and him popping and drinking quick leaving. She gets into the bathroom during this time. They get a table. I'm like, all right, this turned a 15-minute thing to like a fucking hour and a half now. So, so he's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to use the bathroom. 20 minutes go by. I'm like, okay, this is fucking weird. I'm chatting with a bartender, having a good time. She seemed like a nice person, you know? And uh, tipped her well. And beautiful LIT. As I said, I don't remember the name of the bar. And fucking... She's in the bathroom. Fucking shit-faced. Did not know she went to the bathroom. because She went to the guy's room. And was trying to fucking... Hit on the last slayer, you know, because that's what she is. I found out later one of the guys there is a fuck buddy she was trying to get jealous. But anyway, I should I, people love going for the last slayer. He has these beautiful eyes and very homo. <laughs> uh, yeah, he has a beautiful face and structure, you know. But, uh, so girls, especially younger ones, tend to, like, obsess over him. So, they fucking, he wants no fucking part of it. He just wants to make sure she's safe. But she's, like, trying to strip and make out with him while vomiting. Like a fucking maniac in the guy's room, mind you. In a packed bar in the middle of fucking Manhattan. So, he's dealing with that. He tells me there's a table. Seems like it's all going to be fine. She comes back out. Drunk as shit again. Goes into the girl's room. Tries to drag him in there. (laughs) And the other guy. At certain points. Trying to fuck him. You know, all being sick. And they're like, I can't go into the girl's room. So she's trying to go into the guy's room. That bartender I was talking to is trying to fuse the fucking situation. It's like, you can't go in there. He's like, I fucking know. And she's shit-faced to send the girl. And he's like, I don't want the girl. She's like, I don't want her. I want him. And it's like, well, it's the girl's room. She calls her a fucking bitch over this. Even though she's obviously being completely reasonable. And then when we finally get her all she was in a onesie thing too so she needed help putting that shit back on and she took it off somehow but couldn't get the shit back on which I've seen with friends before in those morph suits when they got shit faced on Halloween 
Man, that, that's fun helping someone back into that, I'll tell you. But, um... Yeah, so then she tries to go behind the bar. They avoid that. Amazingly, cops didn't get called on us. She just basically threw money at them for the drink set. For some reason, they fucking gave her because it was pretty apparent she was shit-faced. We had to basically try to drag her ass to fucking Port Authority. And the only time she was really that active is when she was trying to run in the middle of the fucking street during green lights. Not to fucking hold her back. And she's like complaining about this shit. It's like, sorry, I don't want you to fucking die. You know, you've been completely reckless. So it's kind of entertaining for me, not for them. Still don't want you to fucking die. Not my jam tonight. Sorry. Try and have a fun time. Even though that clearly failed. Port Authority, she's screaming like a maniac running around. Had to fucking curate her and she was fighting with everyone for directions when we were just trying to get on this fucking bus that's now the fucking last one at one in the morning. We finally get to this shit after having to deal with like three groups of cops that somehow don't fucking arrest her every time she goes running around screaming. I guess she saw that we were in charge of her and most of us weren't really that drunk. It's just one drunk girl. And they probably didn't want to fucking deal with her. She's that reckless. I I honestly don't know why the cops didn't do anything about it. But thank God they didn't. Because I didn't want to deal with that shit. So she... Then when we wait for the bus. That is like a 30 minute wait now. Because the last one is usually an hour and 15 minutes. Between the other one. And we missed the other one by like 30 minutes. Which, if she didn't cause all that, we would have caught it. Um, so she's hitting on some fat guy the whole time. It's like, unknowingly, it seems. Or just trying to, you know, work some magic to fucking get shit. Impress that he's going to the same area we are. Obviously, that's the fucking bus. You know, there's like a one in like five chance that's the case. If you look at all the people getting on the fucking bus, it count to five, he's probably going to your same fucking area. Especially when the area is Patterson. You know, that's a fucking city. I would expect so. So, she then puts her number in his phone. They talk a bit. She forgets about it. Is impressed that he has her number. And is like, I know this guy. It's like, well, you just put his... His fu- your fucking number in his phone and the stupid part about it is in the morning she's going to be like who the fuck is this guy why the fuck he has my number and the guy just seems like some guy who's kind of how I was like disconnected I sort of am but I'm doing it intentionally now and like doesn't know how to talk to people or be social or any of that shit and he's like wow I'm actually getting somewhere with someone though you should realize that she's clearly shit faced Oh, whatever, you know. So, he thinks he's getting somewhere. She's being fucking insane. We get on the bus, still dealing with all this shit. He's showing interest. She's starting not to now. Not because he did anything. She's just lost. And they talk. And it's like, thank God we finally got back to the car. We get in the car. Get her to her house, because... 
obviously were dropping her off first, not trying to deal with that. And she requested it. Went to her house. She's like, oh, I'm going with you guys. So I know the fuck you're not. You're going to the fucking side. We're not dealing with this. She's like, I'm going with you guys. So they have to pull a fucking scheme. And half of the people got out. It's like, oh, we're going to stop by here first. Acting like that. She stays in the car while we act like we park. And as soon as we start driving, she's like, I'm getting out. And then, like, tries to jump out of the fucking car when it's moving. Like a fucking maniac. Throws open the door, hits another car. And then we, she got the fuck out. So, like, thank the fucking Lord. And we quickly picked up the other two and drove off and left her there. <laughs> and that was just a train wreck of a time. Didn't really like any of those people. That being said, I'm going to hang out with the guys again tomorrow. Along with the last slayer, because tomorrow is his actual birthday. Try to take two. Hopefully this time will be fun. I know how I really feel about these guys. I don't think I really like them. But we'll see tomorrow. They just seem like fake. And uh, I'm not really a big fan of that. Like, I don't think you have to show everyone, oh, I'm having a great time. Just enjoy the fucking moment, man, you know? That's how shit should work. Or whatever, you know, life. Um, anyway, that's that fucking story. I'll tell you how that goes. Also, I have, uh, I got tickets to Elro, which is in Brooklyn, November 25th, Saturday. It's, uh, the Saturday after Black Friday. And fucking, hopefully that shit's great. They were great at fucking easy. This is their first actual event. Tickets were like 60 bucks right now, I think. But that should be a fucking great time. And I'm going with uh, the Princess Alderaan and her boyfriend. So that should be pretty fun. I I think she's a fun person to hang around with. Especially with that, you know, fucking rave fam. That's how we do it. Alright, what else? Uh, It's just fucking life, man. Uh... But the weight thing kind of fucking annoyed me because, you know, I'm obviously self-conscious, but I was fat up till, like, June. I think I was officially normal weight. Like, literally, October last year, I still weighed, like, 142. I mean, 242, 232. Now I'm at 140s. I'm getting a little weight these past couple weeks. It's kind of annoying me, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, you gain weight from muscle... And, like, I haven't been as active because I've been a little busy, but I'm still in the 140s. I just get super self-conscious and obsessive about it because I could be that kind of person. And I'm just trying to, you know, stay slim. I don't want to get fucking fat again. I'm scared of it. I want to look good. I know to some people I look kind of like a twig right now, but I know I have muscle because I see it a little bit. And then other times I feel like I look fat. But, like, I do lift and shit, you know, so. Not necessarily a twig when they actually feel me. It's like, oh, there is muscle. I just don't really show skin. I'm not that type of person who goes around fucking showing off everything everywhere. It's kind of just lean muscle because I don't really consume that much fat. And I try to keep everything toned. Though I'm not extremely toned, obviously. Because, again, I just got skinny, like, four fucking months ago. (laughs) 
uh, comparing it to photos last year, I'm like, holy shit, that is actually a huge change. I didn't even notice that shit. It's fucking crazy. And, uh, even just compared to Easter, it's like a big difference. I see in my face and shit. I'm just scared because winter's coming up and I want to maintain this. Given I started doing all this shit and losing all of it during the winter, it's not the same now, you know? There's a lot of it was accomplished during the summer, too. So I got to keep up the fucking pace and keep dedicated. Uh, no one gives a shit about that in reality. You know? Uh, fucking Sunday morning stroll here. Uh, you know, I think driving in Jersey is kind of like fucking wacky racers. It's just fucking weaving in and out. I'm hearing sound effects. Though, if that's the case, then Rio's like speed racers and China's like fast and furious, but like with traffic, you know? Just throwing that out there. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about anymore. Yeah. Jesus. Mm. I've been listening a lot of Odessa. I think that's pretty cool. Just throwing that out there. I'm hearing they're like fingerprinting employees now and shit. Like in a lot of places. Putting those like little fucking chips in their hands. And I think that's fucking insane. I really do. I believe in privacy and that is fucking everything up. I I rather not have money than be fucking fingerprinted honestly to pay for shit. Like, they're going to have a complete log, and then they can just shut you off, and then you're closed off. It's kind of like, I went to see Blade Runner, which was cool. I thought the first one was better. This one was still really fucking awesome. It's long for a lot of people, but I don't know. I just fucking love Blade Runner. I can't help myself. Actually, I have a huge-ass poster of this shit. I'm going to put up in my room, but... um. Yeah, I just feel it's kind of realistic. Like, all you need... We just keep on amping up AI. Everyone keeps a log. And if the government doesn't use it against us, eventually if there's a revolution of machines, they'll fucking use it against us. Blackout, all our information's gone too. Because we're super fucking digital nowadays. And then you have a new fucking world order of fucking replicants. Fucked up shit, man. And uh, they're allowed to sell that information. They really are. Which is the most fucked up. Like, I don't want my DNA to be sold to some fucking company, even if it's on a spreadsheet. It's only a matter of time before it gets worse. Banks can sell your shit, too. Super fucked up. And uh, government doesn't give a shit because they got money from it. It's fucking life, man. That being said, I was on a fucking movie set this week. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was uh, fucking doing some shit for the new uh, Martin Scorsese movie. Not like acting, like crew work. I don't want to say exactly what it is because then you guys know what the fuck I'm doing in my life and I keep certain parts of that private. I'll say events and stuff. I'm not going to say where I work and shit like that, but yeah, I was... uh working on a fucking Scorsese movie and it made me realize um, actors are kind of fucking annoying they really fucking are 
pompous about themselves. They constantly wanted shit from me when that wasn't my fucking job. I'm not there to fucking pamper them. I don't work for them. I work for where I work for. And I ain't doing shit for you. I wanted to go in the movie industry. Not so sure anymore. Did a little bit of kind of networking with who I was working with on that. But, uh, yeah. I see De Niro. That's pretty cool. I didn't, like, meet him necessarily. And I didn't meet, like, any of the really famous people. Like, Ray Romano's in the fucking movie. Scorsese movie. Joe Pesci. Al Pacino. I kind of saw him acting there, but I didn't meet with them. Really nice Canadian interior. It was a very nice experience, you know. And I paid to do nothing all day, basically. But uh, I didn't want to deal with actors. I like talking to the crew people more. The one fucking actor is fucking stupid he was talking to me like he didn't know what the fuck first off he doesn't know what 70 millimeter is so he kept on saying 75 millimeter and that fucking annoyed the shit out of me because i have a associate's degree in cinema studies which i know is not that impressive but it's enough to know about all that type of stuff you know and, like, I worked in movie theaters before as, like, projection and stuff. And he swears, like, things used to be filmed on fucking 70. Now they're filming on 35 to get on the screen. Now there's scope and there's flat. Scope is the widescreen. Flat is the more boxy thing that they... Is more like TV shit. Alright? And then the standards TV. So he swears... That, oh, they're not getting as much there. That's why people aren't coming to the movies and the resolution's worse. It's like, no, first off, things don't go off film anymore. They're fucking digital. Alright? Second off, they film on 35. 70 is just blown up 35. Since it's not a bunch of pixels, you could blow that shit up. Make it look better. You could film on 70, I believe, too. But that's usually how they do it with that type of shit. It makes sense, you know. But, um... Yeah. So, this guy's, like, acting like the reason why movies are dying is because they're not doing that. It's like, no, they're dying because you guys are writing bullshit fucking scripts. Or just, like, franchises over and over again. And TV's actually coming up with innovative stuff. That's all it is. That's why movie theater's dying. You can't be like, oh, we're gonna put... Make it like that now. And change the resolution, people will magically come the fuck in. No, people would rather stay home for that. You have to actually impress people for them to want to come out. You know, make shit interesting. Different. Uh, that's why TV is fucking... Or the movies right now, because they fucking... They've been oversaturating TV. They've been putting out way too much shit. But at least it's free, so it doesn't annoy people as much. They just choose their shit. Movies are doing the same thing over and over again. And you have to fucking pay for each movie. That's what annoys people, I think. Plus, you have to actually go to a place and you can't just watch it at your own house, even though the screen is bigger. So, they'll come out for some, but most of this shit is retarded and they're just doing the same thing over and over again. So, uh, I don't mean, and I'm not going to apologize again. You guys know I apologize for anything that might offend you. Just fuck off. <laughs> It's just reprised garbage. That's really all the fuck is coming out nowadays. And it's kind of fucking annoying. 
But, um, yeah. It's pretty cool being on the set. They uh, changed all the signs in the town to look like they're from the 50s and stuff, which is pretty cool. And they paid all the businesses to close for the day. It's kind of weird the movie theater was closed on Friday. <laughs> but whatever. You know? And then the pizzeria was like Pesci's office. And like the movie theater was like the actor holding pen in the bathroom. And they're doing some editing in there, which is pretty cool. I saw. Uh, I was just allowed to walk around the set and do whatever, you know? So I just got to see everyone work. And they didn't really care. Honestly, the coolest person there was a security guard. I was talking to him for quite a bit. And Saturday, he was still paid to sit there, even though they weren't filming anything throughout the week until they got all the signs down. Yeah, I heard they bought, like, the this abandoned bank that was there just to use as a catering table also. It's pretty fucking crazy. And that movie's coming out next year. That will probably be cool. It's about Jimmy Hoffa. The death of Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. The only experience, you know. Uh, yeah. I got to do Sonic Force vs. Daisy. Without even going into the movie industry. So take that, motherfuckers. <laughs> Uncredited. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else? Do, 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 do. Um, yeah, news is still ramped up like crazy. I think people have to start working with each other instead of getting pissed off every little thing. I, I don't know. Now we're going through nowhere. Yeah, I want to see Blade Runner. It was pretty cool. American Made was pretty cool, but I was like, isn't that the guy from Narcos Season 1? He's like, yeah, that's who he's based off of. That makes perfect sense. You know, that pilot guy. Uh, it's a pretty cool fucking movie. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Tom Cruise, but that one is makes some good fucking movies. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, yeah. Well, Blade Runner is shit. Everyone should go see that. I remember I used to have this fucking PC game for Blade Runner. I never beat. It pissed me off because I still want it, but it was made in '97. So good luck playing that shit on fucking PC. I was on like this two out of four. Which would probably be easily a DVD nowadays. Maybe even a CD. But, um... Yeah, so... I hope I can get that back. Neverhood also, that was a great fucking game when I was a kid. That whole game was Claymation. They are both, like, puzzle games. Uh, so if anyone has a computer from, like, 99 and wants to try those fucking games, I say get those two, because those are the best ones. Ah, fuck disappointed the season of vice is over though that is this shit it really was the last fucking episode was on um syria and shit is this syria i i don't even know i'm half asleep right now and it was on the middle east and uh war no it was fucking iraq it, it was Ah, uh, now I'm just sounding fucking stupid. It was fighting ISIS and finally getting ISIS out of this one fucking area. And it was depressing. Because, uh, I also been watching this Vietnam documentary, the Ken Burns one, the Vietnam War. And, uh, we kind of do the same thing over and over fucking again. 
We really fucking do. We give them guns to fight the rebel group. And then the rebel group ends up fighting us. Because uh, we bombed the shit out of them. So, what do you expect? You gave them motive. And honestly, uh, watching that vice thing, it seems like the same thing's happening again. Not that it hasn't happened like 20 times already, but, you know. That's how it fucking works. (laughs) We don't learn fucking lessons. That's not what we do. You really don't learn any fucking lessons. Fucking. I just find it fascinating that it's like. Kennedy didn't really want to amp it up. But he felt he was forced to. Johnson was against him even doing it. Even though he felt he was forced to. And then Kennedy dies at Johnson's throne. With a whole fucking war that he has to keep on promoting. And they knew it was going to fail like 10 years before it did. And they didn't want to stop it. Because they didn't want to look bad. And that is one of the most fucked up parts. There's one part of it that they fucking um, use more bombs than they use all of Japan in World War II. One day on like one area of Vietnam. Like a road. They just repair the road and use it the next day. <laughs> Viet Cong, you know. And uh, a bunch of people died for that shit too. So, uh, fun stuff. Fun stuff. I'm only on episode 6, and the Tet Offensive is about to start, so um, it's just going to get worse. Good shit, you know? Gives you confidence in the world. Just the same wars happening over and over again, same ways, and we don't learn any lessons. We just keep on doing the same shit, and I wonder why, you know? Fun stuff. Alright, I I depressed myself, so I'm just going to say fuck it. I'm not going to give you guys any more songs because they suck. I don't feel like it. Uh, So watch your shit out there. Yeah. I'll talk to you probably soon. Maybe another month. Maybe after Elro. Maybe after Hoboken tomorrow. Who the fuck knows? Who cares? I don't really have much going on. But, uh... Yeah. That's fucking life for you. Anyway, uh... Yeah. See you fucks late. You know, this fucking kneeling of the NFL thing, I find stupid. It's not the kneeling. It's not like I find it offensive or anything. I find it stupid because the news is covering it so much and making it such a big issue. Honestly, it's whatever. You do what the fuck you want. You know, like, you know honest, like, everybody's just using it as political talking point for their fucking side because that's what the fuck they do. Everybody's so fucking negative. So stupid. Like, I, I find it stupid sensationalism. I, I feel they can kneel if they want. It's whatever. They honor the flag in their own way. I don't even see it as a protest, even though they're doing it as a protest song. And Trump comes by and hypes it up more. Uh, like, it's whatever. I think it's being respectful of the flag thing is stupid. Fucking Vietnam, they're burning flags. And people complained about it, but it's like, no one talks about that. I think that's more disrespectful. You're allowed to do that as a foreign protest. You're allowed to do anything you fucking want as a foreign protest. And he's like, well, they're getting paid millions of dollars. It's like, they, that doesn't mean they can't have police. They're getting paid millions of dollars to play football. And... At the same time, it's like, 
Like, I don't want to hear that from a fucking NFL player. Like, the same thing in actors talking politics. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, don't use such your word accepting ceremony. Like, I'd rather hear from real people with real problems. Like, the collective masses. Yeah. Uh, people tend to be negative anyway, look at everything negatively, and you make your own happiness, you know? You always need your own happiness, so it's about how you see it. Everybody needs a positive outlook. It's like, there's two sides to every story. You look at things more positively. Things suck, plus. Honestly, 99% of things don't fucking matter. You really fucking don't. So, whatever. Everything's temporary. This too shall pass. I go for the good and the bad. You know? So, I don't think people should hide from reality. And use little stories like the NFL to distract and rock from their lives. That's only important because, honestly, most of the news doesn't fucking affect you. War might. She got drafted. I'll give you that. But not very much short of that. Natural disaster. Yeah, that could affect you. But you could see a positive out of anything. You do it right, and it doesn't have to necessarily be denial. You know? I think if people start looking at things positively, shit will get better for them instead of. Every little thing is a fucking disaster. Something doesn't work out? Ah, whatever. You know? Stop complaining about every little fucking thing. That's how I see it. I understand complaining a little bit. As long as, you know, you kind of see the positive side of it too. And then you're like, alright, I guess it's not that bad. In 100 years, nothing matters. Uh... I know a friend once told me um, that some guy used to as the line for a breakup. And it's like, yeah, I know it's sad, but in a hundred years, none of this is going to matter. I thought that was the most ingenious thing she thought was insensitive, which it kind of is. But it's fucking true. It's like, shit, in like a couple months, that shit won't matter. That's how that shit works. Like, we'll move on, and then we're all going to die. It's not necessarily negative. It's way worse to look forever you think about it. <laughs> oh, fucking asshole, but it's true. I, I think that's, uh, something you really should think about. I used to live in negative, always think negative. I was a way more anxious person, and then, you know, two years before this one, we're kind of shit. We really were. Much bad shit happened. It just kept I'm feeling like more and more shit, more and more defeating me. You know, when after I got promoted my job, that was like the only positive thing that happened that year. Besides so that, everything was fucking garbage. And then I kind of turned things around a little bit. I work hard. Everything has its ups and downs. Now shit's better. I look at things more positive and honestly, I feel better and I feel everything's better.
And, you know, you can't be positive 24 7. That's just denial at that point. But I think it's good to be mostly positive or at least realize a positive in anything. Like, yeah. I, I really think that's important. I think that's how shit gets done and shit works out. You know, sometimes shit's still not going to work out, but, you know, you know positive at least doesn't feel as bad. You realize the good and the bad that came out of it. Alright, I'm just talking shit at this point, Jesus. Oh, you know. Positivity. It's like, uh, Donnie Darko. You know that one scene where they're talking about fear and happiness and where does it fall on the scale? Donnie freaks out and it's like, you can't basically put two, all emotions, two things, but... Yeah, maybe it's a little oversimplified, but the older I get, the more I realize it actually is like that. Like, you do things out of happiness or fear. Like, anything out of anger comes back to fear. Something, something getting fucked up, you know? And happiness is just positive. You make your own happiness and shit. Uh, I, I find it more true as you get older. Yeah, it's just getting older, so shit, I don't know. Who fucking cares, man? Yo, motherfucker! Yeah, I added this fucking part on after the fact, because I'm an asshole. Um, well, now it's Tuesday. The other one was, it was fucking Sunday. I just wanted to sit, go over some shit, you know, in life, what I've been doing. Ugh. I just ate breakfast, it's like fucking 6 in the morning. My body wakes me up at 5 automatically, and I was fucking drinking last night. Got sleep late, my body was like, you are sober now, and you're fucking awake. It's all that fucking sugar, I don't even know. Uh, anyway, also, I couldn't take a shit for days, and it helped me take a shit like a fucking beast. Uh, I was fucking... Exploded the toilet out of the fucking wall like that Chappelle show skip, basically. <laughs> you know, the slow motion one. Just felt like clarifying that if you didn't get it. But, uh, I went to... Alright, so, first I went on a hike that was pretty, like, chill. You know, for, uh... Last Slayer's birthday. Then we went to a fucking bar at night. Um, I asked, should I eat now? Everybody was like, yes. So I start cooking, and then they're like, oh, we're going to a bar with food. Given, it's probably better to eat at home anyway because it's healthier, but I would have actually ate at that fucking bar and it was a little annoying. Plus, my job kept them blowing me up over stupid shit because they decided to plan everything last second for something that's fucking over the weekend so they can't get fucking people there because Halloween is fucking next week and they cut a bunch of hours for this but there's nothing fucking out so you know I can't blame them um I'm smoking a cigarette too sorry guys anyway um so we go after that they fucking tell me uh we'll call this guy prick yeah, we'll call him Brick. Uh, he fucking was going. 
I had a falling out with this guy like two fucking years ago because he's a prick. That's literally the only reason. It's not like he really did that much besides be a prick. And I was friends with him for like 10 years before that. It's actually, I met the majority of people through him. But I felt I couldn't fucking be friends with him anymore. It's too much. But this guy really wants to be friends with me. So I was like, alright, whatever. I don't really want to fucking talk to him. I'll be civil. But I'm not going to have a fucking full-blown conversation with him. I want to establish that I'll be civil. And it's over. And get the fuck over it. That not everyone seems to share the same sentiments. Because they don't... People are scared to change. Honestly, that's what it is. Even though it's been two fucking years. Um... Here we go to this bar, section 101. We fucking... They start drinking, eating all that American deep-fried shit that, like, destroys people. And, uh, yeah. That was pretty nice. And fucking, I was watching football. I got to see someone who I haven't seen in a while who's getting fucking married. Only problem is I'm probably not going to the wedding because, uh, first off, I fucking hate weddings. I think they're just... We're going to be divorced in a couple of years, majority of the time. Second off, no matter how many times I tell people I don't want to see asshole, they want me to see asshole. And I have been avoiding it, and I know he's going to that shit. And fucking Judge lives with the asshole who is there. Judge is uh, dating uh, the ferocious beast, we'll call her. And it's not a negative nickname. It, but yeah it's, I know it sounds like it um so I, I had to hear about asshole quite a bit which is kind of annoying I I did well with Judge though last time I hung out with Judge it was like kind of quiet but I was actually talking to him a lot but I drink a pretty good fucking amount so that helps you know uh prick knocked a drink over like someone paid 15 bucks the bartenders were fucking on it section 101 they're fucking beautiful but um yeah, luckily, somehow I fucking dodged that shit. The guy who, um, has a wedding, I was talking to him a lot because I haven't seen him in, like, a year. So, we were catching up. And, like always, he was fucking impressed how much weight I lost and all that dumb shit. I, I don't know why I don't accept things, but I just, I find it fucking stupid. And, um... Yeah, fucking that kid who, like two podcasts ago, I said I went to their birthday. He showed up with his fucking girlfriend and, oh my God, they're fucking annoying hippie liberals. At least their lifestyle, you know, it's like, first off, they're vegan, so they're asking for vegan shit in a fucking sports bar, like, get fucking real. Like, honestly, like, who the fuck is ordering vegan shit at a fucking sports bar? And then the one girl was saying how girls should be able to breastfeed in the middle of a fucking restaurant. I'm like, yo, I don't even accept a guy with his fucking shirt off in the middle of a fucking restaurant. Why should you be able to breastfeed in front of a fucking restaurant? And she's like, well, 
you know, I, I think you know, it should be free and I need to feed my baby. I was like, well, you can go to the bathroom. And she's like, no, why should I feed my baby in a fucking bathroom? I'm like, I'm fine with you doing it in the street, just not a fucking place where I'm eating. You know, like, I don't want someone shirtless where I'm eating. And she, it's like, how am I supposed to feed my baby? It's like, well, you could use formula. I fucking grew up on formula because my mom had no fucking choice because she was taking fucking iron injections and shit at the time. So, like, I couldn't breastfeed off of her. I don't know. People are so much stupid. They're, they're the type that's, like, super fucking... All they do is jam and fucking super act like they're in touch with nature. If you feel... I get to constantly post motivational shit and stuff. And I've been there. But that was during one of my darkest times. It, you you are not happy. You are literally just masking it. But that's like kind of the duality of fucking internet personality and regular personality. You're just living in denial. If you have to constantly read about Nirvana to achieve Nirvana, you are never going to achieve Nirvana. Action does more than just fucking reading about it and preaching it and shit. That type of shit does nothing, you know. You have to actually work towards stuff and all that. Um. Yeah, uh, I got a pretty good amount of shots in me. I had some potato skins, which is fucking crazy for me. Uh, I know in America it's like, well, I eat fucking potato skins every fucking night and shit. It's like, come on, man. I also listening to uh, Fresh Air with fucking... Oh, wait, before that. Uh, also, the way there, I did not want to go with them, and they were kind of ass hurt, but honestly, I told them, like, I want to get a fucking Uber, enjoy this coffee, and just get driven over there, because I really needed some time to unwind before I deal with a bunch of fucking people, because I am not a people person, really. Do it for my job, but, like, outside my job, not really a fucking people person. I was listening to uh, Fresh Air about the Eric Gardner case, and it's actually really fascinating because there's certain things about him and the cops I didn't really know. Like, first off, him selling Lucy cigarettes. He had, like, a whole fucking thing going that was, like, a, a ring where they would get it down in Virginia and then sell it up here. But it's not like he was a bad guy, obviously. He, he fucking... His dietary habits were fucking awful. He would take whole pizzas and eat it like a fucking taco. And, like, literally fold the pizza in half and just eat it. And apparently he always had to rub his nose and he'd wipe it against sweatpants and wear the same fucking sweatpants every day. <coughs> and the thing about the cops is they were trained to just, like, deal with extreme situations all the fucking time. So, of course, they choked him the fuck out and killed him. So, they need to train fucking cops better. Uh, it might not have been something that was really racist because the drug dealer gave the video too that ended up serving time like right after it for drug dealing. But, uh, yeah, so it's really like stop training the fucking police to be fucking military. This isn't a fucking military state. Calm the fuck down. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I like how asshole could get everything for free. <laughs> no, this kid is fucking, 
kind of gets homeless because of his own shit because he decides not to fix his own shit. He, and he always, like, tends to get fucking girls sympathetic and ropes them in like that and then ruins two years of their life. But, like, I was talking to the judge and he just fucking moved into a judge rent free into a fucking apartment. Like, what the fuck? I, I gave this kid housing whenever the fuck he needed it. A lot. Prick did the same thing for fucking years. He was trying to rope a dope lovely bones all the time. Force her his way in there, acting like he was fucking homeless when he was staying at Prick's house. Just to try to fuck her. And even after that, even though that hurt me, I let him stay at my house for fucking... Basically a year. And then... He fucking does similar shit again. And fucking... I cut him off. And then he gets a free living apartment. The guy probably still doesn't have a job. Because he never maintained it. And he spent all his money on like... Bullshit. Just fucking stupid. (laughs) He just gets hooked up all the time. When he's like the biggest asshole there is. All he does is manipulate people and take advantage of people. And he gets rewarded for it. But, you know, 40 years down the line, probably won't be the case. You know, his dad is pretty fat, but that's not his real dad. The other dad ran off, so I guess his other dad was sort of a player like that, too. Yeah. Fuck that kid. That's my point. <laughs> I, I just find it impressive how he, that works, you know? Like, someone tries to get their life together, he always fucking tries to throw himself in there and probably bring him down. As I know eventually he's going to bring him down again and do the same thing and try to get with a ferocious beast, even though, you know, those two feel ordained, because that's what he always fucking does back and forth. He's done that like three times and then when she wouldn't give in he fucking goes at he went after whoever I was going after like a fucking prick try to take control of the situation get him to help him and then try to work his way in there Uh, I guess that's why it works out for him because he's a fucking asshole whatever Uh, obviously I'm happy I don't have to do his lying and deceit and all the other fucking things he did to make me feel like shit. I realized he was a problem. My life improved fucking a million times more once he was out of my life. And eventually other people will realize that shit too. Yeah, so everybody watches shit. I'll probably talk to you in like a month. More shit happens in my life. I like this month thing. And yeah. Alright. Fucking watch the shit. See you fucks later. This episode was brought to you by movie franchises. Fuck coming up with new shit. Just do the same shit again. This episode was also provided by the irony and contradictions behind every person. There's a shitload of them.